0: The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell & Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900.
1: Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Bell & Pollock Legal Show, we call it the Champions of the People Injury Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our law firm is Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys, and we're glad to bring this show. And you want to know why? Because we're going to give you the information and knowledge that you need to fight the insurance company. We know it's a fight. We know it's a war. And so you need tools. You need tools and ways and methods and strategies to beat these insurance companies. We call it a legal game plan. And by the way, you can go to our website anytime championsofthepeople.com that's championsofthepeople.com all of our books are there and we have a book entitled legal game plan you know over the years brad and i've been practicing and helping injured victims and families for over 35 years in the state all four corners of the state and in between and over the years we've learned and decided that you have to have a strategy you know it, it, it is paramount to have a strategy because the insurance companies have their own strategy against you. We've said this time and time again. So that's why we wrote the book. We trademark protected the concept of legal game plan, i.e. a strategy, or strategies for you. You can get a copy of our book free. You can download an e-copy free on our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can call our office anytime at 303 795 5900, that's 795 50 We'll give you a hard copy free. You can just come by our law firm, we'll give you a hard copy or we'll mail it to you. Any of our books, they're all free. And all that information is for you because you deserve to have the information and you deserve to have somebody on your side. You know, we have an office in Steamboat Springs, we have an office in Denver, uh, we've done cases all over the state of Colorado, we've done jury trials in Sterling, Durango, uh, Fort Collins, Steamboat Springs. And, and in between. So if you have questions, if you have issues, if you need to know, if you want a free initial consultation, call us at 303 795. Five nine zero zero. Okay, today, what are we talking about today? We're talking about injuries and how do you really value them? What do they really mean? You know, there are certain injuries that happen when you're in a car crash. Uh, there can be all kinds of sequelae or consequences from those injuries, but certain types of injuries happen. So, Brad, let's, let's home in on the neck to begin with because uh, people say, well, my neck hurts, my neck hurts. And if you tell the insurance company, well, my neck hurts, that doesn't mean anything to them.
2: Well, it doesn't mean a lot to them when they're when they're trying to value your case because they don't know what's been hurt. You can have soft tissue injury. You can have uh, some type of injury to the bones, or the joints, or the discs, which are not soft tissue injury. Uh, if you have that injury to the bones or the joints or the discs, that will affect the muscles uh, to, to at least some extent, but you know, you're facing a situation where uh, the question is, is this a... A more permanent type of injury that may result in type some type of surgery, or maybe surgery can't be had, but uh, in some type of surgery or uh, that's needed right away or in the future, or is it a, a muscle or a tendon or a ligament that's uh, going to be able to uh, bounce back and you'll recover over time? And so there's there's a lot of questions when you just say my neck hurts, uh, as far as why does your neck hurt and what is your neck? uh, doing or what's happened to your neck. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of work that has to go into just really researching or, or, uh, medical care in trying to find those injuries. And that's not the easiest thing to do.
1: No, so you have to look at the neck. You can't just say my neck hurts. I mean, you have to say that, but you have to be more definitive. You have to be very specific. You have to have attorneys that know the medicine. You have to understand the medicine. You have to have doctors that understand you, that actually care, and there's a lot of good doctors out there. There's some that are not so good, but there's a lot of many good doctors out there, and you can get to one of these doctors, and they they can give you the appropriate treatment. But you've got an injury. So, you know, the mechanism of injury when you're in a car crash, a rear-end accident, let's just take that. Boom, you're hit from behind, and your uh, your neck and your head goes uh, accelerating and decelerating forwards and backwards. Sometimes it hits the headrest, sometimes it hits the window. But you understand first the mechanism of injury, then you understand the spinal structures and the muscle structures in the neck. How do they get hurt? And why do these symptoms sometimes not go away? And so, you know, Brad, when we drill down into this, and we've done this for over over 35 years helping people, when we drill down down to it, you look at the neck, and everybody defaults in the the medical field to, well, it must be a muscle-related injury. But, and that may be true, however, when you have other types of symptoms or it persists, it it very well can impact the nervous uh, system or the nerves, which becomes a more complicated, serious injury.
2: Uh, Right. And you have to take a look and you have to figure out what's going on with it. Uh, uh, Listen, just about anybody, by the time they've hit OL, maybe their 20s, really, I, I think even even teenagers, uh, a lot of times, uh, they've they've had neck pain at some time in their life, or some something's gone on. I mean, they wake up and because they didn't sleep right, or they fell asleep on the couch and uh, watching a movie, and their neck was 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 in the wrong angle, or at the wrong, or, or, or their head was propped up, and it caused some kind of neck pain. And we know we have neck pain. Uh, the question is, is what, where's the neck pain coming from, and what's causing that neck pain? Is it is a certain Is it a muscle strain or muscle uh, sprain or some type of ligament pull or is it something worse? Is it something that may not go away? Is it something that is a result of a of a of a vertebrae fracture or a disc uh, uh, bulge of some type that's going to cause you to have to uh, go see a doctor and get better care? Is it something that's not going to go away for a while? Is it something that, like you said, a mechanism of injury when you're uh, dealing with car accidents? But uh, years ago, Gary, when we uh, when before they had seat belts, people were just going into the windshields. Then they did the lap seat belt, which was great. But uh, when it stopped people from going into the windshields, what it did is it started causing a lot of lower back problems and problems across the waist. And then we went to the three-point or actually the, uh, the, the five-point system that we've got. And when you start going to those systems where you have a shoulder belt, well, now we've kept the body in place. We've kept the waist in place. We've kept maybe the back in place, but the neck's not in place. And we put these head restraints behind us to try to keep us from smashing into those, but, or, or to keep our, our head from taking too much of a, of a, of a, of a beating, and we, we smash into that instead. Or we have airbags that maybe might go off, and when they don't go off, they haven't done anything for you. But now, all of a sudden, we're putting more strain in car crashes on the neck. That's all there is to it. You take the shoulders up, and that's what's going to get thrown around.
1: Right, and we're talking about the neck as first part of the show because that's usually injured in, in an accident uh, in a variety of different ways, in a variety of different mechanisms of injury. But why do we care? Why does anybody care about this? Because you care because you want to present this to the insurance company in the right way. You can just present your neck injury, and you're not going to get compensated uh, fairly or thoroughly or competently unless you prove prove. The definitive part of parts of your neck that have been affected, range of motion, flexion, extension. We have to know these things. We have to know where the pain radiates. Does it radiate? Is there radiculopathy down your arms? Is there numbness and tingling? Is there nerve involvement? Is there disc pathology? Is there disc bulges? Herniated disc? Herniated nucleus pulposus? We, you, both of us have to know this. And at Bell & Pollock, we know this. You can call us anytime at 303 795 5900. That's 795-5900. We can give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan, a significant, meaningful meeting where you understand what you have to do. You understand then what the insurance company is going to do, and you leave. So many people leave our office saying, this is so refreshing. It's so educational. I, I didn't know all of this stuff. Thank you very much, and and, and we're glad to do it. We'll, we'll do it for you, 303 303- seven nine five fifteen nine hundred Brad, let's talk a little bit more more about the neck because when you do a settlement demand you've got to outline for the insurance company you got to be able to prove through the medical records and the medical terminology and definitions exactly what's wrong with the neck is it a muscle injury a nerve injury is it a combination and that makes a difference sure
2: you're talking about what's what's the injury and how it's being treated or what's the symptom and how is it being treated uh, doctors on the defense side love to say, well, you had a pre-existing condition there. You, you had some kind of arthritic condition that was creeping up on you or uh, you, you showed wearing and tearing in your neck. And uh, that, 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 that's what's caused it. And you look and you say, well, gee, that's kind of interesting because I didn't have pain before the crash. I didn't have pain before your person rear ended me. Uh, what comes up from that? Then they always say, and, you know, the, the defense lawyers love to ask the question, have you ever had neck pain? Are you saying you never had neck pain? Well, uh, you know, everybody has some neck pain at some time in their life in some way, shape, or form. And so, you know, you you have to distinguish. It's not neck pain that's like this. And, uh, you know, sure, we all have neck pain that at times we might take a Tylenol and say, okay, we're going to do something. Or because we made a move that that caused uh, some kind of stiffness or soreness, and we've had to deal with the neck pain. Um, you know, but, but we need to be able to check and find out what's happening. And a lot of times we look for different kinds of symptoms. We look for, is there a headache at the back of the neck? Uh, are there headaches at all? Um, are there, are there muscle spasms? Is there pain in your upper shoulder? Is there neck stiffness or numbness? Is there weakness? And as you said, Gary's are tingling in your arm or some kind of feelings in your arm. These are signs that maybe you're dealing with a lot more than just, Uh, a sore neck that you would have gotten when, like I said, you you were doing things at home or you were involved in in some kind of activity or you were sleeping on the wrong pillow. And that's where you have to take a look at it and recognize that we all will have neck pains, but car crashes can give you a different type of neck pain.
1: Right. You can call us anytime. If you've been in a crash, call us right now, 303-795-5900. If you've got injury questions or questions about your insurance coverage or the the calls we get a lot of, I can't understand what the insurance company is doing to me. They won't cooperate with me. They won't get back to me. They ask me all these questions. What are my rights? What should I do? Call us right now. 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell & Pollock. This is the Champions of the People Injury Show. We do it every Saturday from 10 to 11 to give you the information you need to beat the insurance company. It's a war against the insurance company. You can call us at 303-795-5900 or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. What happens if you're hit by a driver that does not have any insurance? They said, I'm sorry, my insurance expired last month. I'm sorry, I never got any insurance. Or better yet, I've seen it happen. Here's my insurance card. But when you call the company, they said it expired three months ago. They have no insurance. What do you do? Where do you go? I'll tell you right now. You need to go to your own car insurance policy, the U M. Coverage UM stands for Uninsured Motorist Coverage. Make it as high as you can get it right now. Because if you're hit by a driver with no insurance, this is where you go to recover for your injuries and losses. Gary Bell, Bell & Pollock, ChampionsofthePeople.com will help you.
0: Bell & Pollock, find them online at ChampionsofthePeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900.
1: right, here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, we're ready to go. Bell and Pollock is our law firm. We established our law firm in 1984 with the vision, and the mission to help individual injured victims and their families put their lives back together again and to fight the insurance companies and to fight the insurance companies. We can help you, 303-795-5900. You want attorneys that are experienced. Brad and I have over 35 years of experience, each doing nothing but helping you. You can call us anytime. We'll give you a free, significant, meaningful uh, legal game plan and a free initial consultation. You know, I was meeting with a client about two and a half uh, weeks ago in Steamboat Springs, and they went to, had gone to another attorney first, and they asked the attorney to do this work, and he said, well, I do about two of these cases a year. And they said, no, that's not for us. And so th- th- then they called us, and they were, they, they were glad they did. We gave them a legal game plan. They understand what they have to do very serious case we can help you today we're talking about injuries how do you value them how do the insurance companies value them how do your law how does your lawyer really get you paid how does the insurance company really value this and put a number on it and a dollar figure on it to pay you Well, I'll tell you one thing the first part of the show we were talking about neck injuries and if you just talk about a neck injury and I injured my neck and it's sore you're gonna lose you might really have a sore neck it may never go away but you're gonna lose and you have to understand the medicine and Brad was covering it right before the break. He covered some very good points. You know, you have to. Some of these symptoms overlap, so you got to have the differential diagnosis, and you have to be able to sort them out. So, uh, you know, Brad, uh, the, some of the symptoms are de- delayed, delayed onset, but you can have migraines, you can have headaches, you can have referred pain into the shoulders, you can have a brachial uh, uh, complex and brachial plexopathy, and you can have brachial nerve I- involvement. But you need to know.
2: Well, you you can have you can have sore throat. Believe it or not, you know, you, you can have mood changes, you can have difficulty concentrating or sleeping, uh, and you can have those type of difficulties, and those can be signs of a, a significant neck injury. Uh, when we talk about neck injuries, uh, people like to always just classify it under one classification. They use the word whiplash. And uh, as people out there listening, and for those of you who are listening right now, when you, when you hear the word whiplash, do you think of a serious injury? you think of a significant injury, an injury that might lead or will lead to surgery and that's going to require a fusion of some type and is going to require and and result in a permanent inability to 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 move your neck in the way you did before the crash. And therefore, it's 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 reduced your range of motion where now when you want to look over your shoulder to To see if uh, you, when you're backing out of the car, uh, out of the driveway or when you're uh, want to look over your shoulder to see if somebody's in the lane next to you, you can't just turn your neck anymore, but instead you're turning your shoulders, and you're turning your whole back because you've had this quote whiplash injury that uh, that that once again uh, defense adjusters and defense lawyers love to use, and they especially love to use it when they get into trial. Because they like to call it whiplash because most people think whiplash injury is a very small injury. And and the reason you think that is because you probably had something to that effect sometime in your life when you were out playing a game, maybe playing volleyball or maybe playing playing some flag football or maybe playing some softball or basketball, and you, you t- called up your doctor, you went to the urgent care, and they said it's, an, it's whiplash injury, and they're telling you, you know, some of your muscles and ligaments and tendons uh, have been pulled or stretched, and they'll be all right. Take some, take some Tylenol, or maybe they give you a better painkiller. And they say, well, you know, if it doesn't go away in the next three weeks or so, let us know and try and keep your head stable. Maybe they give you a collar, and that's it. And so everybody associates a whiplash injury with just that. And that's what they believe it is. And so then, when you get a diagnosis of whiplash injury in cases that we deal with, it's completely different. Now, you know, a little sideline is: is I, I love it when that you know you have you you have defense lawyers and defense adjusters. Where they'll look, and they'll say, "There's not enough damage to our cars, and this was not a big enough accident, enough force to cause any injury to you," and therefore. You're not hurt. You're faking. Or they use the comment in the same case. They'll say, or remember that whiplash injury you had five years ago when you were playing volleyball and it hadn't it didn't bother you for four and a half years. You only had about five, six months where it was sore. You didn't do anything else. Well, it's that volleyball incident that causes you to be hurt now, not the crash. So our crash isn't bad enough, but that volleyball incident is bad enough to last for five years and come creeping back later on.
1: Even though he had no symptoms for five years, even though he had no doctor's appointments for five years and no treatment prescribed or any problem whatsoever. It was something else in your past that caused the neck injury. And they will look at you with a straight face and say it. Every time. And these are doctors, doctors
2: that will say it. They will tell you that's what is causing your problem or it's that it's that time that you were involved in some kind of activity years ago that's come creeping back. Now, the interesting part is a lot of times in the same case or they'll have other cases going on that they will fight jealously to keep you from knowing about. Believe me, you'll have to go to court and a lot of times the judge will sustain their side but they have these volleyball cases or they'll have cases going on at the same exact time where they'll say delayed onset for 24 hours or 48 hours cuz you didn't complain about it until 24 or 48 hours after the accident well it couldn't have been caused by the accident because you didn't know immediately but yet you can
1: have delayed access from that volleyball game uh, onset you can have that delayed onset there for 4 years so your, your point is that sometimes the defense lawyers and insurance companies and the insurance company doctors say, well, you had delayed onset from this accident of 24 hours because you didn't go to the emergency room right away. You didn't go to your doctor for 24 hours. And so that's very bad for you. So it must not have been caused by the accident. However, your point, Brad, is that the delayed onset of, of five years ago, then you haven't had any symptoms for five years. That must be the cause. So if you know these things, right, you get the point. Call us 303 5900 Gary Bell Brad Pollock it's easy we're there for you 303-795-5900 we can help you we can help your family we can help identify the factors you need to prove right your attorneys must know the medicine you can't just have people advertising we do all these cases and not know the medicine this takes years of experience years of knowledge training education we have it at Bell and Pollock, three zero three seven nine five five nine zero zero. So when you drill down and see how you're going to exactly prove your neck injury, did you have a disc problem, disc pathology? So I'll guarantee you, when you go to the emergency room, and if they don't do an MRI, and you have neck problems, and you say I was in an automobile accident, doctor, my neck is killing me, or my neck is hurting, and and they'll do range of motion, they'll do an examination, and they do a very very good most of these doctors are great they do a very good medical educated guess if they don't do an MRI of your neck they default to it must be a muscle related issue muscle related underscore that word muscle I didn't say nerve I didn't say disc pathology I didn't say bone I didn't say transverse processes fractures I said muscle So when they default to a muscle injury, the insurance company defaults to a muscle injury, and then they program it right into their lives and their beans and their whole computer system to say, well, the muscle injury is going to resolve in six weeks, or it should resolve, but sometimes they don't, right? Sometimes they don't, and sometimes they're re- referred pain, and sometimes you have a thoracic outlet syndrome, and sometimes you have nerve involvement and migraines and referred pain. And, Brad, you have to know these things to be able to prove the neck injury, and that's what we're talking about right now, valuations of the neck. Well, sure, you can't, you can't
2: value a case until you know uh, what the full extent of the injuries are. Um, yes, some lawyers will say they want to value your case for you just to get you in the door and have you sign a contract or they'll so they can send one there and um, people out to your door and um, do what I call door-to-door salesman. If here I am, can I come in and get you to sign a contract right now, as before I leave? Um, and and unfortunately, it's gotten to that in a lot of instances uh, where they have people come out and they talk to you, but uh, they don't want to leave and they don't leave until something's signed. And um, and th- that you've got to be careful of that. Uh, but yes, you. you in, in determining the value of a case in determining the value of what your case is about when it deals with a neck injury is there has to be uh, more than just information of walking in within 24 hours or 48 hours or the same night of the crash or the, the same the next morning of the crash and just saying, well, your neck hurts. Oh, your case is worth $50,000 or your case is worth $100,000. You don't even know what the injury is. You have to have a chance to figure out what the injury is. That may take time. Doctors usually start with the, the most conservative form of treatment. That means the less invasive that they can be to see if the pain and the problem is going to go away. Then the doctor will but change the type of treatment as time goes by, when the doctor is trying to figure out why you haven't responded to certain amounts of treatment, that's what happens. The doctor doesn't even know for sure the full extent of your injury, how some lawyer is going to tell you what the value of your case is, or how they can sign you up to, with, with promises what your case is worth is, is just impossible.
1: You know, people come to us all the time, and they come to us from another law firm, and we, ta- we take their case, and we go over this, and we, we explain this to them. Some of them tell us they never even met with an attorney. Some of them tell us they only met with an attorney one time, and they can't get anybody to respond to them. Call us, 303-795-5900. Right now, if you've been injured, 303-795-5900. You know, we got a break coming up, but right after the break, I'm going to talk to you about reverse engineering your, your injury reverse engineering your injury. Brad does this all the time. He's brilliant at it. We do it in our law firm. It is to help you. And it's one way to beat the insurance companies because if you have the right information and the right knowledge, what can you do? What can you do? You can win the war against the insurance company, but you can't do it by guessing. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack, ChampionsofthePeople.com. We'll be right back.
0: Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy, and my patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing, and they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. That sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get most queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies. Between two warm flour tortillas. Served at the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I, and I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheeseburgers. Burgers, or their salads or honey train char- it and and in
1: usher- kids
0: we're going to caitlin's <laughs> caitlin's restaurant at the corner of mississippi and south birch street just east of colorado boulevard in glendale open monday through friday 6 a.m to 2 p.m and saturday and sunday 6 a.m to 3 p.m caitlin's restaurant you'll love it every bite of the way we're back with champions of the people the bell and pollock injury show for over three decades the personal injury attorneys at bell and pollock have provided compassionate personalized legal service put their experience to work for you go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900
1: good morning welcome back here we go fasten your seat belt. rock and roll time gary bell brad pollock You know we love to do this show, and don't forget about our live call-in show on Saturday mornings on KHOW. That's 6.30 on the AM dial at 7 o'clock in the morning. Every Saturday from 7 to 8 you can call us and ask us any legal question on any legal subject even though we're injury attorneys. And how do we do that, and why do we do that? For a community service, we've done it literally for years. We've helped so many people. We're glad to help you. And if we can't get to the answer, and if it's outside of our area of expertise, we get you to the right source. And we don't charge to do that. We don't have a fee. We don't have a list. We don't have a referral list. We just get you to the right source. That's our Saturday morning show. This show is an injury show, right? This show shows you what you need to know to beat the insurance company. Today we're talking about neck injuries, and we're talking about valuation injuries. We're also going to get to back injuries. Right before the break, I said I was going to tell you how to to reverse engineer your injury because they're going to attack it. But you can win. Because when they start to attack your emergency room records, and listen to one of our shows, they do, and you go, how in the world, Gary, Brad, how in the world could they attack your emergency room records? I mean, these doctors are good. These doctors are honest. They're great. And we've shown you, and we can tell you. And if you come to see us and you've been injured, we can guide you through this, 303-795-5900. So if they're going to attack the emergency room records, meaning the insurance company, and if they're going to try to use them against you and you think that's incredible, that's impossible, but they will, there's a way to beat them. You reverse engineer it. What do you mean, Gary? Let's take any emergency room records you want to, all right? Take them. You go there. We're talking about a neck injury or a back injury today. I was in a car accident, doctor. I got injured. My neck hurts. My low back hurts. Man, I'm in, a, I'm in a lot of pain. I can't bend over. I get no flexion, extension, etc. cetera. All right. How we reverse engineer this is look at the discharge instructions the doctor gives you when you leave the hospital because the insurance company says your neck injury or your back injury is a muscle injury only. It's not worth much money. But let's look at the discharge instructions. What do those doctors tell you? You know, Brad. Sometimes they say things like, um, you know, you you better go to emergency room if you have lost of feeling, if your legs feel weak, if your arms feel uh, a number weak. You know, and if you have a low back injury, sometimes they, you have the the worry of the Cauda Equina Syndrome. Uh, you can look that up on the internet. That's a, that's a condition. But there's all kinds of warnings. So when you reverse engineer this, Brad, you get all kinds of warnings by the doctors as to what you need to look out for for what the insurance company calls this simple muscle injury
2: that you should have known about with all the all the symptoms at the time that you came into your doctor or when you were it, immediately after the crash and that if you had had injuries that increased or became worse and it caused you or became different and caused you have to go back into the doctor well that's because you must have done something at home or there was something else that caused it or you're just malingering, or you're lying because you weren't really hurt. And you look and you go, wait a minute. Even the instructions in the discharge papers advise you what to do if the pain gets worse, if you have additional symptoms. Why? Because we know that sometimes those symptoms come up later. Sometimes the pain comes up later. Sometimes you start having, you you don't realize the loss of feeling or tingling in your arms. Or in your legs if it's a lower back injury uh until uh until later on you 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 just didn't notice it you didn't notice the weakness in your arms or in your legs where at the time that you were at the, at the hospital at the time that you were at the emergency department uh you didn't notice that your or, or your pain started becoming even more severe even after you're given some medications your pain is still there it's the same amount and you're going well you know gosh i i was given medication at the hospital for pain and here I am, and they said I shouldn't eat more for four or six hours. And I'm, I'm laying here, or I'm sitting here, and my pain is the same or worse. And the medications, are they not working? Well, no, the medications are working. They're, they're working, folks. They're bringing your pain down levels that it would otherwise be if you didn't have any medication at all. The problem is that the injury is also working. And because the injury is working, it's making it worse. These are things that the hospital warns you about. If the hospital finds a need to put it in writing and warn you about it and tell you to watch out for these things because they could happen, then you've got to start understanding that, wait a minute, these are natural courses that an injury can run when you've been hurt in a crash and when your body has experienced a trauma.
1: Looking at the component parts of this, look at this. You, you, you were in an accident, what, you know, T-bone, rear end, doesn't matter. You go, your neck is hurting, your low back is hurting. The insurance company says you told the, the emergency room department your low back was hurting, and they diagnosed a the muscle strain. Of course they did. If they don't do an MRI, uh, they're not going to know anything about the, the uh, pathology of the, the disc. If they do an x-ray, X-ray, that doesn't have the resolution of an MRI. Sometimes they don't do any films at all. So they do default to a sprained strain. Then the insurance company says, well, sprain strain, that's no big deal. But, you know, if you really want to get after this, if you really want to win this, go to the discharge instructions, and and let's just look at one of them. Because Brad and I face this all the time. The insurance company doctors say you had a sprain in your little back because the emergency room doctor said you did. But they don't don't know. They understand it can get worse. They understand in, in their discharge instructions. Go to their discharge instructions. So if they know it, then the insurance company has to know it. You can use this in your case. Also, look at this one. The insurance company, Brad, we always know, So they say, well, you should be over this in four weeks, six weeks, Everybody, almost everybody. You're expected to be over with it. Well, who cares? There's a percentage of people that are not over it. I'm looking at one discharge instruction right now on a low back strain right from the doctor. It says you better take medical uh, care and you, you can come back or go to your doctor if, quote, your pain does not improve within four weeks. Or, or is severe enough to seriously limit your normal activities. Bingo. So when the insurance company, we're showing you how to reverse engineer this. When the insurance company says, and they always do, you should be over this in four weeks, you should be over, the, over this in six weeks. Well, the emergency room doctor thought otherwise.
2: Now, uh, let, let's take the just that instruction. If your pain does not improve in four weeks, okay, uh, are you daily... Hourly, going to have different pain levels? Yes. You have to understand that. You're trying to gauge an overall pain because you're going to have different pain levels. It's like when you have pain or when you have an injury and somebody is helping you get yourself nice and comfortable on the, on, the, on the sofa in front of your TV so you can watch the Super Bowl game or you can watch the football game or you can watch the basketball game or you can watch the World Series or you can watch your, your favorite uh, ice skating competition or whatever it might be. And they say, OK, now let's get you nice and comfortable. Are you OK like that? Or when you're trying to go to bed at night and you, and you get, try and get yourself in a position where you're okay. And you know that if you move, that pain level is going to shoot up to like a eight or a nine or a 10, but you're able to be at this level at a three or a four because you've got a temporary, temporary relief of some type that that's that's because of the way you're laying and the way you're contorted and you're, you're sitting there going, okay, well, my, my pain's now to a four, and I can try and fall asleep, or I can try and do these things, or I can try and watch watch the TV, or I can try and do the things I'm doing, or read my book. That does not mean your pain is over, but what you're going to get from the doctors that work for the defense, and what you're going to get from the defense adjusters is, oh, your pain's down to a four, Oh, your pain's down to a three. And no, which and what you rely. And they're going. How can you say you needed to go back because your pain got worse when when you were in the emergency room? You said your pain was at an eight or a nine, and here it is where you said on this particular day your pain was down to a four while you were watching TV. And well, your pain wasn't going up; it was going down. Uh, no, that's not the way it works. Uh, we 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 adjust our bodies when we have pain. Try and find ways to minimize the effect it has on us and to minimize what kind of feelings we have so we can avoid having that that pain just keep keep hammering at us and keep hammering at us because it'll, it'll ruin your psychic. It'll, it'll put you in a depressive state.
1: Right. And we've talked, we've had shows on depression and we've had shows on emotional consequences of physical trauma and physical impairment from accidents. You can call us right now, 303 795 Five nine zero zero. If you've been injured, call us right now. Three zero three seven nine five five nine zero zero. You want somebody that understands the medicine. You want somebody that understands and cares about you. You want some uh, somebody with over thirty five years of experience. You want somebody that knows how to reverse engineer the emergency room notes to win your war. And by the way, that's just one strategy, right? You have to have many strategies. You have to have strategies on the way the accident occurred, on your injuries. You know, have you ever thought about this is your physical impairment? This is your recovery, what we're talking about. So if you have reverse engineering strategy, you can win that part of the war. We haven't even talked yet about what about the medical bills? What about the future medical bills for your treatment? We're talking about proving and winning the war on the physical impairment, the physical injury. So when they say, well, you should be over this in four weeks because your emergency room doctor diagnosed a strain and a sprain, and by the way, there's a difference between a strain and a sprain, and that's the genesis. That's the beginning. So then you go to your doctor, as we've been saying, and your doctor says, well, let's try some physical therapy because he or she doesn't really know yet what's going on with your neck and doesn't really know yet, and sometimes... It doesn't show up maybe that you'll go to physical therapy then you'll come back to the doctor and they'll order an MRI and so you go for the MRI that's more definitive resolution thank you it's not the final answer thank you what if you have a facet injury they don't show up on x-rays they don't show up on MRIs what's the protocol for treatment for facet injuries we're gonna get into this after the break how does that work for you and when the insurance company says, well, you had a facet in injury and you had an injection in your neck, that's no big deal. It was an injection. We're not going to pay you. That's not worth much. What do you do? You have a strategy. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack, 303-795-5900. Our website, come on, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock, com. Give us a call.
0: Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. It's Mandy Connell, and it's time for Your Legal Minute, brought to you by my friends at Bell and Pollock. Listen to their show right here on KOA every Saturday at 10 a.m.
1: Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. We're talking about legal game plans today. What difference does it make? Listen, you've been injured in a car crash. It's not an ordinary day or event for you, but it is for the insurance company. You need a legal game plan as to how the accident happened. What was the mechanism of injury? How did you get hurt? What body parts are hurt? Maybe it's the cervical part of your neck. Maybe it's the lumbar part of your spine the low back. You need a legal game plan for the accident. You need a legal game plan for your damages, injuries, and losses, and how to prove them to the insurance company for the at-fault party. If you don't, you're guessing. You wouldn't guess at a recipe. You wouldn't guess at a blueprint. You wouldn't guess at directions. You need a legal game plan. Bell and Pollock will give you one. Champions of the Bell
0: and Pollock. Find them online at Champions of the We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900.
1: You want to win the war? You want to win your injury claim? Give us a call, 303-795-5900. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock we're here for you. We do injury shows all over the state of Colorado. We're glad to do it. It's time somebody taught you. It's time somebody opened the doors and opened your eyes. And rather than just say, come hire us and we'll handle your case, you need to understand we help you and we make you understand. Right? And it starts right with our very significant, meaningful, free initial consultation and free legal game plan. Get our book, on our website, championsofthepeople.com, download an e-copy, free. Call us, 303 795 for a hard copy, 795-5900. Strategies. We were talking about reverse engineering this, so a little bit more on that. We're going to move on to another, another subject. But you can reverse engineer the emergency room records right against the insurance company. When you have a low back injury and they diagnose a low back strain from a car accident, they don't know what's going to happen to you in one week or two weeks or four weeks or a month or a year or years. That's why they give you discharge instructions. That's why they warn you. That's why they tell you about important things about your injury you just received in this car accident. All right. So let's just talk about a few of them. You might, you might have loss of feeling or tingling in your legs on a low back injury. Wow. Your legs might feel weak and you better get to a doctor. A big one you cannot control if you can't control your bowels or bladder after you leave here you better run to an emergency room and those doctors know what that is cauda equina syndrome compression of the nerves that control your bowels and bladder and that that is an emergency that you got to move on but you have to know them and so that makes a difference when you make a claim for a low back injury it makes a difference when you make a claim for a neck injury and we went over one of them your pain does not improve within four weeks or brad you know your pain just becomes more severe and i think you made a great point before is when you go to the doctor and and they order conservative modalities of treatment they're trying to find out and figure out maybe if i give this person therapy they'll come back they won't come back it'll solve their problem but what if it doesn't solve their problem
2: all right you you mentioned earlier in the show um that there's such thing as a differential diagnosis and and doctors will apply or use different differential diagnosis now uh, that's not to say that you don't have uh, emergency room doctors and doctors when you follow up if you've continued to have the pain for quite a while and sometimes it takes that long to get in to see the doctor uh, but you know you make your appointment and you get in and see him in a couple of weeks and uh, you, you've you've had the continuing pain that's not to say they won't send you for an MRI or they won't send you for for some kind of uh, some kind of diagnostic treatment uh, so they can try and figure out and see if they can uh, see inside your body and, and what might be wrong. But the, the bottom line is, is that uh, doctors use differential diagnosis. And what they usually want to do is they usually want to start with the most conservative form of treatment. And that's why a lot of times, you know, that it's let's have you get the rest and painkillers. And if that's not working, if the body isn't recovering from the rest and painkillers, well, now maybe we need to uh, do a, 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 an injection. And if the injections aren't working, maybe we need to use some other form. Maybe we're going to try some physical therapy. And then if that's not working, then we're going to have to start talking about maybe surgery. And they they, they move up the pain up the ladder of what they consider to be the appropriate and most conservative form of treatment to begin with before they start moving up the ladder and, and taking it. Uh, and they take their time to see how your body reacts, because once again, your body needs time to react to things. And that that again is why when you're asking what the full extent of your injury is, uh, it, it's hard to tell for a long time, for a lot for a lot of different reasons. Doctors can even take MRIs and see a problem. And, and have differing methods by which different doctors would approach or deal with that particular problem they see in the MRI when they all agree it's there. They just have a different form of treatment.
1: And these injuries that you are supposed to, according to the insurance company, get over with in four weeks, right? You might be treating six months to a year. We have a lot of, a lot of clients that are doing this. Two years. And still treating. You know, and so the, the insurance company says, well, that you, then you overtreated. Well, then you should have had what? surgery and if you go to most neurosurgeons or spine surgeons you know they take a very conservative approach if you don't need the surgery they're not going to do it if you need the surgery sometimes they're going to wait your age has a big different a big factor factoring into whether or not you're going to have the surgery or whether they're going to recommend it so here's a little test for you okay so you're the doctor you're the attorney you're, the injured person comes in and they said they had a headache so what's the headache from is it neurologically derived is it uh Uh, Muscle derived is a muscle tension headache. Is it a sign of a whiplash or a concussion, a blood clot, a brain injury? Don't know. Another test. Person comes in and says, I got neck and shoulder pain. I was in a car accident. Okay, what is it? You see how this works? What's a neck and shoulder pain? Is that a sign of a spinal injury, a disc pathology, facet injury, whiplash? Don't know. Somebody comes in with abdominal pain from a car accident suspect internal bleeding maybe somebody says i have back pain is that whiplash a ligament injury a muscle injury a nerve injury so i could go on and on you see you see you see how it works call us 303 795 5900 That's 795 5900 we can help you we will give you a free legal game plan it's free it's a no brainer 303 795 Five nine zero zero. All right, let's go to another one. You got a facet joint injury. It's not visible on MRI. It's not visible on x-ray. And so, you know, Brad, sometimes these insurance companies say, we well, you got to, you got to had to have an injection for your facet joint injury. And then what was the purpose of the injection? Was it diagnostic, diagnostic or therapeutic? That's a whole different show. But, but they try to say the injection was no big deal. They try to say uh, no, but you know, there's all kinds of warnings. There's all kinds of issues just from one injection.
2: Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, once again, sometimes it, I think people think these injections are like the, the the flu shot you get when you go into the uh, into urgent care and and you get yourself a flu shot. This is not that kind of an injection. It's not just let's poke you with a needle real quick. This is an injection that is that is very invasive. It, it takes time. It has to be properly placed. Uh, a lot of times before the injection is done, there's numbness. Uh, applied to different part to that part of the body where the injection is going to go because the injection is much more invasive. Uh, the injection can lead to swelling. It can lead to redness, uh, lead to redness, again, a drainage, uh, severe tenderness at the injection site. Um, you can have a new onset of radiating pain to different locations of your body uh, or an increase in the existing weakness and numbness. Uh, it can cause a fever. and can cause you to get sick. Uh, you can have severe headaches from the injection, uh, after the procedure that is worse than um, when standing or sitting. It can't be controlled. It can lead to nausea or vomiting. So these injections are quite invasive. They're, they're not small matters. They're, 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 they're very significant matters, and uh, they may offer temporary relief. At times, they're, they're going to make the, the pain get worse before you get better, and at times it's going to make it worse and, get not, and not get better. And you're going to find the injection didn't do anything for you, or if it does do it, you're going to find out it's temporary, and you're going to be facing these problems and the potential of all these problems for for every time you, t- you take the injection.
1: You know, depending on the medical protocol, you might have to undergo more than one injection. We're just talking about one injection, and so the insurance company says through their lawyers or their doctors that the injection was no big deal, and as Brad just used a great example, sort of like a flu shot. What's your problem? And you're saying, wait, wait a minute, it was no big. You're saying it's no big deal, but I had all these kinds of instructions. I had a needle in, inserted in me when fluoroscopically guided to the appropriate area. Let's say it's L three, L four, in the lumbar spine, low back. I had it guided. Sometimes I have, I, I had IV sedation. I was given all kinds of warnings and instructions. When I left, I, it hurt more. And they they told me it could, the pain can increase. So I'm going through this injection procedure because I was injured in this accident, and I am warned about all these illnesses and problems and and issues that I can have afterwards, swelling, redness, drainage, new onset of pain, fever, and that was no big deal? That was no big deal? So Brad, let's let's talk. Um, we're, we're coming up to the end of the show, but let's talk about these injections because sometimes the injections can lead to multiple injections. Sometimes they can lead to uh, rhizotomy treatments, uh, and all of this deals with medical bills and costs and treatment. Well, Sure, the, these
2: injections can cost thousands of dollars, and they can be they they can be identified as something that will last for six months, three months, maybe last for a year, maybe a year and a half. Maybe you have to get the injection every year, every year and a half. Maybe there's limitations on how many times you can get it. Because you're going, oh, my gosh, the injection finally, finally from the injection, I, I have relief from pain and I'm able to do things. But then the pain starts creeping back and creeping back and you start realizing the 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 effectiveness of the injection is injection is wearing off. And now you're going to have to go through another one. And they can only do so many within a certain length of time, depending on the type of injection. Uh, the, and and you're going, am I going to have to go back through these injections every all, all my life for the rest of my life? And you're as upset as the defense should be, but the defense doesn't care because they're not going to be dealing with you. They're, they, they're going to get rid of you
1: within the next year, and they're not going to have to bother with you. And this is something that you should have resolved and should have been over and gotten over in four to six weeks, right? But, but it didn't, and they know that. So don't let them play this against you. I'll tell you what, this injection, this one injection, and some people have multiple injections, this one injection that they call is no big deal, some of the discharge instructions are, you know, you go to the emergency room immediately or you call 911 immediately. If you have a rapid development of bowel or bladder incontinence or inability to urinate within six hours, my goodness, I was just getting an injection from my low back. If you have a sudden onset of chest pain or if you have loss of sensation in your groin or rectal area, you got to go. You got to move. We can move for you. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell & Pollock 303. 795 Our website, championsofthepeople.com because we are your Champions of the People.